How to Coach Up in Your Organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Hi, Rory. Paul, it is great to be here. Thank you, my friend, for having me on. And let's talk a little bit about coaching folks up. All right, good. Now, a lot of people just think that coaching is a top-down type thing. Right. And and I and that's how I teach it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, with the story that I you know we're about to hear here, uh, this is a conversation I had with my friend Clinton Wilson, and talking about the concept of coaching up. And I was working with the organization, the C level suite folks, and uh, the CEO obviously reports to a whole host of folks. And he was faced with a dilemma where uh, one of those powerful individuals we all report to people in in our our lives, and he had a powerful person who came in and was upset about something and was disruptive to his staff. And so how can he, you know, thread that needle, you know, protect his staff, but yet uh, deal with this higher level individual that could in fact, you know, impact his career down the line. And we're all faced with those kinds of scenarios every day is how do we deal with conflict? How do we deal with difficult situations and thread that needle in a way that it's a win-win for everyone. And he was able to use the coaching techniques that, uh, that we've been working on. And I had never told him to use it this way, how to develop this this way. And then when he told me the story, I was like, wow. Uh, so had to share it with the podcast listeners because to show you what an incredible impact coaching can have and how this model not only works with your employees and the and your team members who work with you Mm -hmm. but also coaching up because people always struggle how do i how do i deal with a situation where you know there's somebody in a a higher position of power i want to try to influence them or i want to change their mind or i want to get them to think differently about things how do I do that? What's the process? Well, the coaching model process can also work in that regard because it's basically a communication tool. Right. And this CEO did it in such a way that it was truly a remarkable results. And it's almost like if you think of it as a communications tool more than just I have to manage these people, it's right. more effective too, right? Absolutely. It's that mindset. It, it is one of the best communication tools I've come across. Mm-hmm. And it just works so well with so many people. It's, I think it's, it's uh, coaching is a warm knife through warm butter i mean it's just so smooth and when you get good at it and you you use it effectively and so i've been working with this ceo for about 18 months or so and he said i used it in a realm that wasn't designed for but just got great results and i said you know i'm going to share this with folks it's just Mm -hmm. a great uh great way to do it yeah it's just a great story of how to deal with it and you tell the story with clinton right who who we've heard before right now can we invite him to be our third mic? He's we should. He seems to be <laughs> seems to be like a guy who knows what he's doing. Uh, he's just absolutely terrific, and he's got a great sense of humor, and so um, and he just loves coaching. And so I I said, hey, let's get you involved, okay. and we'll talk it, about it more. And and so that's the the process. But yeah, it'd be it'd be great to he's have our him. third member of our show. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> He'd be the third mic. I mean, you're not replacing me, are you? I no, no, no. Okay, good. No, no, no. But, <laughs> but he's the he's the third mic uh, in that regard. But he's just, he's helped me tell some stories, and I just thought, wow, cool idea to way to go about it. So, all right. Well, here is your uh, storytelling to our friend Clinton. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about another success story. Um, you and I, the reason we decided to do this podcast, we were both sharing success stories this week when we had a conversation. And one of the things that, that I did this week, which was pretty remarkable, I was working with a client, and uh, I, I work with the executive, the senior executives of this organization, uh, the mid-level folks and the, 
and the uh, the supervisors. So we, we've got the C-suite, uh, the managers, the supervisors, and I work with all three of them. And I ask them, you know, how is this how has this tool helped you? And I had a CEO that just gave me a great story and and illustrated this point, and I just never thought it would have this kind of an impact uh, for him or for his organization. Uh, but he had a he had a, you know, a, let's face it, a CEO has a few people they report to, and one of those people came in the organization and was doing a transaction, and they were very very unhappy with the service level and the process and all of that. So it got escalated up to the point where the COO got involved, and the COO had dealt with this individual in a position of power, and they couldn't resolve it. And so uh, finally it gets pushed up to the CEO, and that's the last thing you want is for a problem from a customer service standpoint to be pushed all the way to the CEO, but it was. So the CEO then called this person in and said, hey, can we talk about this? And through the coaching model, he developed a game plan of what he's going to talk about with this individual and how he's going to approach it. So they um, he brought the, this person of power in who's more powerful than the CEO brings this person of power in and says you know tell me your perspective so the very first key that he did is he listened first and he said you know without the coaching model uh, I probably would have tried to tell them uh, what to do but he said I listened first and then the thing is he list, he said you know tell me your perspective of what happened and the person said hey I couldn't believe uh, the product was shoddy uh, you know they didn't they didn't fix it right away and I was frustrated, and so I didn't know how to deal with it. So he was struggling with that, and he was struggling with that perspective. So then the uh, CEO said, okay, you know, do you mind if I share with you? Uh, and then he said, you know, how would you like us to have handled that? And he said, well, I'd like to have this, this, and this. And he said, okay, now, you know, next time we certainly want to do that, and I'll train folks to do that. And he said, can I share with you uh, my staff's perspective of the interaction? And he said, sure. And so he said, you know, I've got to tell you, because you're – of such stature in the organization, uh, when you said you weren't unhappy, uh, my staff really got, uh, became fearful. Um, you know, you were, you were boisterous, you were loud, um, they became fearful and they uh, immediately called people up the ladder to try to deal with this issue. And then, of course, you and I are now having this conversation. And, you know, just, I just wanted to share that with you. Did, did you get any sense of that? And the guy immediately just apologized. He says, I had no idea that that's what happened, that they had that kind of a fear or he goes, I'll go to, I'll go to that organization. I'll go to that, that location. I'll apologize to them immediately. And he said, absolutely. No, no problem at all. And, and he did. He went and apologized to all the employees, uh, personally. So I apologized for my behavior. And, uh, he also, you know, made sure he had all of their names correct in that process. So I just think, you know, what an incredibly powerful story that was. And the, the ultimate, um, final result of that is I asked the CEO, I said, I've been working with them for about 18 months uh, teaching their executive team how to how to coach. And while I was working with them, I asked him, I said, you know, how much did coaching have of this? And I really just gave, I said, is it was it 5% of the process, 10% of the process, 15%, 20%? I stopped at 25% because I didn't want to push the scale way high. I wanted the scale to stay <laughs> lower, you know, because I didn't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm cheating the the, the odds here. And he literally says, it was 100%. I wouldn't have approached it this way had I not had the coaching model. He says, I had no idea it would be a great tool to deal with, with you know, customer service issues uh, in the organization, particularly for people who have more power than I do, you know, that ultimately I have to report to. And he said it was really remarkable to see that. And I just absolutely just, you know, was drop jaw made that, amazed that he said 100% of this was because of, of that process. 
And I was just truly just kind of like drop jawed amazed that he would put that. He said, he said, everything I've learned in coaching, he says, it allowed me to do this. He said, number one, I, I developed a plan. You know, how I'm going to approach this person. Uh, I wrote down immediately, listen first. And we, you know, and you know how important it is in the coaching model uh, to listen first. And he said, I just want to let this person talk. And he said, you know, when you let people talk, their anger, their anxiety, that diminishes because they feel heard. And he goes, I wanted to make this person be uh, feel heard. And and he said that was the key to the process. He felt heard. And then, you know, and then he went into and said, okay, do you mind if I share with you uh, how my employees viewed the, the perception of it? Not how he viewed it, not that he was upset with him, but just how his employees viewed it and how they felt. And And to see this person you know, and he said he's never, he's worked with this person a long time. He's never, ever seen him respond in this way. It's always been a scenario where it's been conflict or issues or challenges. And to, yeah. to have a resolution like this, he was just drop jaw amazed himself. And uh, he was so incredibly grateful uh, to get that result. So I just, I just wanted to share you with that with you folks out there that use the coaching model. Not only does it help you work with employees, but sometimes it helps you um, work with those kind of situations. So I just want to kind of get your thoughts on that, Clinton. I love the I love that story, and one of the reasons why I love it is because I know you speak with a lot of branch managers whenever you go out and speak with people, and sometimes right. when they get back, they think, "Well, my boss is never going to buy into this. They're never going to do this." And right. one of the really cool things that that story shows me it's a great example of coaching up. And a lot of mm-hmm. people just think, well, if I'm going to be a coach, I'm only going to coach the people under me. But if you ask right. the right questions and have a sense of belief that just about everyone who's above you has your best interest in heart, they want you to be better. And when you ask the right questions and they realize, wow, I had no idea that what I was doing was affecting this person this way, they become responsible and they can make, you can make the change that way just by asking the right questions. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's a, that's a great insight in your part because so many people that are listening to the podcast, that's one of the great challenges that they face is how do I deal with people that have more power than I do? What's a communication tool, a model I can use and replicate, replicate that will, in fact, maybe get me out of a hot water scenario? And this is a tool to do that, and I, just, I love your perspective of coaching up. Absolutely. It's, and that story is a perfect example of how that works. You don't have to come downhill at anybody. You don't have to say, well, you're doing X, Y, Z to me and it makes me feel bad. Right. <laughs> and then, right. you know, you don't get their perspective. But instead, asking the right questions and saying, this is how this is affecting me because they want your work performance to go well. And right. when your work performance goes well, they look better. And helping them see that process happen right before them really creates buy-in with your management. Yeah, absolutely. Asking the right questions in that process. So uh, as we wrap up with your story earlier with regards to, uh, you know, playing uh, pass, play, or counteroffer, any closing thoughts on that for those coaches out there listening? Um, Obviously, do that technique when when you get – when you can't hear – well, when you've heard no and they don't, they say, I don't know, um, you could play that game. But any other thoughts on that before we wrap up? One of the things that is don't quit when you get to I don't know. It's really easy, especially if you're new to coaching, to when you hear I don't know over and over and over and over, it gets to a point where you're just saying this process is not going to work. So 
to people who are getting that a lot, use pass play and counter offer as a tool to get you further. Don't use it as a tool every time because you don't want your people to become dependent on that game. Teach them by using this as a tool to help them problem solve more. Um, and that's the biggest thing is I, I hate to see people get so um, tired with coaching and really burnt out from it because they get to this I don't know point and they, they don't know what to do. <laughs> and they think, well, I know I'm supposed to ask a question, but I can't think of any more questions here. So whatever you do, don't give up on the process because with these two success stories, you can see that it works. It does. And I think the other side of the coin, too, and I talk about this in Episode 40, uh, when you hear I don't know, is even if you hear I don't know and, and you feel like in that situation that she was struggling with, you felt at that moment the best way to approach it was work on a solution right then and there. But it, there's also, and see your, if you agree with me on this, you can also say, you know what, let's take a time out. Let's just let you think about it. How about if we take a break? You just spend some time by yourself. Or, you know, let's not work on this right now. Let's go to a different project. And you think about this overnight and come back to me tomorrow and see what you think. I've discovered when people sleep on it or when they have some time to think about it, they come back with solutions that they recommend that I would have never thought of but they feel comfortable with. And just want to kind of get your sense of that. Yes, absolutely. The only thing I would stress to people who are trying that is make sure that you follow up with them. If you make an appointment, especially when they're coming back after doing their thoughts, make sure that you keep that appointment. Don't don't say, well, why don't you go and think about that and then never have the appointment? Um, right. They have to know that you're as bought into that as they are. And if you miss that appointment, <laughs> that's a tough thing to come back from. And I love that idea because a lot of people in, you know, I'm this way. Right before I go to sleep, that's when I think of everything. So more mm-hmm. than likely, right before I go to sleep, they may think of a solution. I love that idea. Yeah, and it just it allows you to have some time to step away. When you absolutely don't know and you can't think of another technique, it gives you the opportunity to step away, to think about it, uh, because part of coaching is the reflection. And if, if we've got to give some time, some time to reflect and to go back to that process. And the other side of the coin is going back to the story of the success story of, of the uh, client that I have, the CEO. Uh, you know, the great thing I loved about him is he said the first thing he did is he had a game plan um, in the process. The other side of the coin is he said to me, he said, I relaxed. Uh, he said, I didn't, you know, he said, I've used this model so often that I know it works. And he said, I had the confidence in the meeting to go in, to have a game plan, to relax, listen to him first, let him talk, have him talk out his scenario, and then say, do you mind if I ask or do you mind if I share with you how my employees shared their emotions of that event? And he said, when he did that, it completely changed the whole dynamics of it. Because nobody, I think, nobody in the business world wants to be seen as that that bully or that overbearing individual. And uh, this right. was just a great example of that. So I just, uh, and that's the key too, is ask your clients later on, you know, what are some of their success stories? They'll give you success stories that you would have never thought of. And that's how I got this one. I just said, you know, what are some success stories that you've experienced since we've been doing this? I said, I've been working about 18 months. And then he told that story. He told a number of other stories too that I'll share some other times, but uh, it was just a great example of that. And so I just, I love that when people work together and, and they have some sex, success and he just feels like, um, you know, this process has really been valuable for their organization. If he's seen those kind of results and he's seen the results from his managers, uh, that, that having a coaching culture is so valuable to their organization has made a tremendous impact. It's been well worth the investment of time and energy required to get it to go to move in the right direction. Absolutely. 
Well, Clinton, I cannot say thank you enough for being on the podcast today, Coaching for Performance. Uh, it is great to have you on, and uh, we'll certainly have you on again when you've got some other great success stories to share. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Roy. You got me geeked up now. <laughs> that is great, my friend. Have a great one. Thanks for being on today. You too. All right. Effective story to Clinton. He seemed to get it. Clinton gets it. Yeah. I mean, Clinton absolutely gets it. But I, but the thing I love about that story is how much it was transformative for the CEO. Yeah. You know, he, he was faced with this incredibly difficult scenario. And how does he overcome it? How does he do it? And he gets the result. It's just a, a remarkable result. And that's why that's why I love teaching about coaching is, yes, it is a is a tool to help your team members grow, but it's also a tool to help you navigate those those corporate landmines that mm-hmm. are out there. Uh, because I've seen folks in senior level positions handle those kind of scenarios poorly. Yeah. And then it just goes real bad. Right, right. And you just don't want to do that. You don't want to lose your entire career over a mishap that occurs. And, and people, you know, we're. We've got people working together all the time, and they're sharing resources, or they're sharing folks, or they've got deadlines. And when those things occur, you're going to have conflict. And so coaching conflict, I think, is another great way to do that. And this gentleman tells that story, or does that in such a great way. And when he shared the story with me, I said, I've got to share those with the podcast listeners. That's smart. So if we want to avoid mishaps, how do we get a hold of you (laughs) to help us navigate through it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, They can get a hold of me at RoyRoland.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. They can also reach out to us at Coaching Manager University. That is our learning management system for coaching. Uh, We've got a 52-module program to help people learn how to coach more effectively and so they can reach out to us on that too all right thank you we'll see you next time thank you paul thanks for listening to coaching for potential with rory roland join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching this has been a kctk production produced by paul lavoda and rory roland for more information and content visit roryroland.com